I am an everyday Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Bassin with Mark McCain, and you're listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day CrossFit athletes like yourself. Uh, today, a very special guest. He's not even a member here. Well, technically not. Not really. Welcome no. back, Steve. Yeah. Welcome I come and back. go. Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve. Uh, oddly enough, um, even, yeah, especially with the hair, he looks younger than I am, but he's technically my uncle. So, mm-hmm. yes. How's that work? Another family affair. Um, <laughs> how's that work? Well, <laughs> when a man loves a woman. Um, my mom is the oldest and Steve's the youngest, and Correct. I'm the oldest child of my mother. Mm-hmm. So we're close enough. Uh, how old are you again? 41. Holy crap. No way. That's yeah. not. I need to see some ID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have nine years, but um, still. Pretty, pretty darn close. I mean, I remember growing up. Uh, we were all more like brothers than we were. Yeah, being in nephews. being in grandma's house. Did you house. ever like play that card though? Every once in a while, like, I'm your uncle. Uh, we have traded <laughs> IDs to get into the bar. Oh yeah, just to try. Just it. to try, uh, yeah. and it worked. They just kind of oh, nice. looked at it like, just yeah, to see. Close enough. And my brother is six years older than me. I used his ID. Hmm. Well, the way it worked out was, um, so how old's Eric? Thirty-five. He's got to be older than 35. 35 or 36. There's like a... So anyways, like it was Steve and then Eric and then Ryan and then me. So it was, we were all close enough in age and like I was, you know, I would roll with Ryan and Eric and Steve and Eric would hang out a lot. So it all kind of worked out and grandma pretty much, everybody's at grandma's house all the time. So all parents worked and things like that. Whatever. Or mom. Yeah. Not your grandma. (laughs) Mom for you. Barb for the rest of us. So anyways... There's a small family history for the uh, the unknowing, but uh, the reason we have Steve on here is he was uh, we started. Steve's your first CrossFit workout was uh, real CrossFit workout was way back when at the old NKY. Is that correct? Yeah, and uh, hurt himself. You <laughs> not that day. A couple not days that day. afterwards. Okay. Um, so yeah, I came in at your advice you need to try this out you need to try this out yeah. so i came because you you were i was definitely overweight you were a little bit a little bit heavier than you were heavier now. and i was uh a, probably a lot of the what a lot of the people come in here and do i was biking running even tried some triathlon stuff like that and the p90x and insanity and all that stuff and i was getting bored with all that and Jared says you need to try out CrossFit and Jared been doing CrossFit probably for a year by then so I got paired up with him on one of the community Saturday workouts and Jared has a competitive nature I have a competitive nature so I'm trying to keep up with this guy who's been doing CrossFit for a year doing box jumps yeah regardless regardless of skill level usually just having a year of experience under your belt you're going to be on the low end even if you're actually physically more athletic very there's just little things you pick up over time right it makes things easier how to do a wall ball consecutively and feel comfortable with it yeah you know I'm pretty sure that day i hit myself in the face with the med ball about six times um 24 inch box jumps were the worst thing i've ever done and then it was every minute on the minute i think we had to do like 
five or 10 pushups or something like that. So I made it through and then I had the chest burn and just laid on the ground for probably a good half hour after that. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it was about four days after that, I just picked something up off the floor and my back just like tightened up. Yeah. And for about a good solid six months, I had a curved spine and walked like this. Steve's like, Steve's like, I can't believe you made me do yeah. that. You know, but, uh, to, to anyone's, uh, fault or uh more so i guess even their their uh uh benefit of the doubt we didn't know as much as we did back then unfortunately right you know uh, so he took some time off and then kind of uh came back around as as we moved out we did you go to the covington i came back i was at covington one the first one i came there like a lot of people did on a group on living social whatever it was something along those lines um and I was scared to do anything. Um, I think I was scared to do a deadlift with a PVC pipe because I thought I was going to hurt my back again. Yeah. Um, so I just slowly eased myself back into it um, and became stronger and started, I mean, like a lot of people, became stronger and started dropping weight really fast and got very interested in CrossFit uh, within months. And I was there five, six, even coming in on Sundays, just got to like that obsession point with it. I think most people, while. I think most people go through, go, there's, yeah. there's a, there's a, um, you know, I think the progression of more is going to be better because like I'm doing yeah. more, I'm doing more. I'm this, is, you know, I'm getting stronger. I'm losing weight. I'm looking better. I'm feeling better. And it's like more is better. More is better. More is better. More is better. And then like your burnout phase. Yes. I think that usually happens. And it did. Included. Yeah, it did. Um, as I continue to come to those classes, then I started getting involved in competitions and I did, I, I can't remember how many competitions, one every season, basically. Um, never super great. I was always intermediate novice level, I guess. And then I always had this aspiration of one day I'm going to make it to like the masters at the games, but the masters at the games kept on becoming better as yeah. I aged on. As, as those people who were really good at 29, six years later, now 35 in Correct. the masters yeah. and they're still really good. Yeah. But um, I want to say, let's see, I started probably late 2012. Um, that's when you started CrossFit? That's when I started CrossFit. And how, that's when how I old were you when, when you were uh, 2012? Uh, 30, that's a lot of math. Yeah, 36? 36? 36, yeah. 36 okay. Yeah. Just to give a little baseline. Yeah. So whenever you hurt your back, you were like 35, 36. Yeah, 35, 36. I'd hurt, I mean, well, I injured say, my back numerous times before that. It all started with um, basically a mountain bike injury. I mm. fell crooked and landed a weird way. And that's, I think that's what started the whole back issue for me. Yeah. What, uh, just to, I don't want to go too far backwards, but um, what's the athletic kind of background for you? Because I know it's not just... You know, you just didn't one day just start like, oh, I'm just going to start running, doing biking and triathlons. Yeah. Um, going way back, I played soccer when I was younger. Um, it was always the rec league. Um, so if anybody is from around Cincinnati, say, say soccer. Say soccer. I played say soccer for second grade until eighth, even maybe, I don't know, a little bit into high school. And then into high school, I wrestled for a year. Um, LaSalle, Lancers, go Lancers. Um, wrestled for a little bit, uh, then stopped doing that. And honestly, I really didn't do anything again until 
geez, um, maybe till I was 21, 22, I did absolutely nothing. Um, and how'd that work out? Um, like doing the nothing, doing the nothing. It was fine from 21 till about 25. Okay. And then 25, it started to 25. That's when I started turning into tubby Steve. Mm. Um, we got some good photos of yeah, us together. Awesome. I've seen some. Yeah. You've seen some of me. I don't even see some of Steve and I together. Yeah. It's pretty solid. And, um, I started, I mean, I would jog here and there, um, a couple miles here and there, but at the same time, I get done with jogging, I'd have dinner and then I go out on the back patio of my apartment and I'd smoke a cigarette. Mm. So I, Newports? Um, no, Newports. I was, I was, <laughs> okay. Camel Wides. Camel oh, Wides. Oh, that says oh, so much about your personality. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I need that little bit of extra. Mm. Uh, so, all right, nothing, 25, and then? Then jogging here and jogging. there, and then I want to say it was uh, 2009. Um, oh. I remember a guy came into my office and he said, I would like to start a running group here at the office. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in. And we're going to run the pig. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Drinking through January. a fire hose. Yeah. So this is January, pigs in May. Was like, that, okay. Was that the guy that started, that came a little bit with you? What was his name? Yeah, Bob. Bob, Bob that's Butch. right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Bob is down in Nashville. Today. Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Um, yeah, he moved to Nashville. Um, if you happen to watch this, Bob, I know you're still cycling, but you don't do CrossFit anymore, so... <laughs> Bobby. So uh, we, myself and two other people, we trained. We did the pig. Um, that was the only time I ever did a full marathon. Um, That's I, crazy. I screwed up my hip flexor yeah, sometime no towards in the middle of the run, and I was limping halfway through. But I said, you know, I trained for five months. So I'm going to follow through with this. Mm. Um, then after that. Uh, I said, I need a new goal. Uh, I picked up a bike. So I started cycling. And then, you know, I had little goals of, okay, I want to cycle a century, which is bike 100 miles in a day. I did that a couple of times. I rode the MS-150. That's 150 miles over two days. Um, once I completed that, I was like, I'd like to try something else. So let me try a triathlon, which I did. And it went pretty horribly because I can't swim. Um, yeah, it's a component. There's three. Yeah, I know. There's three. Yeah. There's, so try. Uh, if you're not aware, yeah. guys, try. Yeah, I tried three. a triathlon <laughs> one time. Um, I'm pretty sure during the swim I got kicked in the head. Maybe I got a mm. concussion, something mm. along those lines. I don't know. I heard the, like the uh, I heard the swim thing. is the scariest part. Yeah. It's yeah. It when you I mean it wasn't like I was in rapids it was at East Fork Lake yeah. but still when you have you know 50 to 75 people all running in the water together and there's arms and heads and legs all flailing and you really can't see where you're going I basically doggy paddled most yeah. of it yeah. um but the bike and the run went great never did another triathlon after that mm. well one one um how how long sorry how how long did that take you like the triathlon uh, it was a sprint, so this just a roundabout isn't to be like um, maybe two and a half hours. I want to say yeah, because it's like a how how long is the the swim? The on swim's five hundred meters. I want to say, and then the bike is twelve miles. If any triathletes are watching this, pardon me if I'm getting this incorrect. Yeah, we have, um, a, we have a big triathlon. Yeah. Problem, <laughs> so. 
Um, biked 12 miles and the run is just, is a 5k. Gotcha. And then the marathon took you how long? Marathon took me four and a half, four hours and 39 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Well, a couple, I guess a couple of things there is a, there's clear goal setting and that Mm -hmm. happened somewhere along the way. Right. And I think that started with probably running, uh, from what it sounds like anyways, like I have this, well, I've got this fitness goal and it, at the time it's like, that seems super daunting. And then you kind of get through that and you're like, okay, well, I can do that clearly. So what's next? Uh, and, and then B, when you talk about, you know, it's like hurting yourself on, on a run or something like that it seems so simple. And, you know, running is one of those things we talked about, like a back injury with CrossFit. Well, clearly a pre-existing condition if you fell right. off a mountain bike and, um, and there's probably a pre-existing condition on why you hurt your hip flexor too. But unfortunately with runners, it's like you go run a 5k and it's, well, I'm a runner now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and there's not a lot of that. As far as running goes, it's about the shortest range of motion you can get. I mean, a full-on sprint is one thing. You're mm-hmm. you're about as stretched out as you can be. But you know, uh, basically a 20, uh, 20 was it 26 miles? 26 point. 26 point. Don't don't sell that point 26. two. 26.2. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't show me that point two. Uh, you know the history of why that is twenty six point two. Oh, let's hear it. Do you know? Yeah, the yeah. the guy ran. You were just there, right? No, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, no, in one no. of the, it's one of the Olympics. Um, they wanted it. I want to say it was over in it was over in Europe, and they wanted it to finish in front of a certain building, so they extended it to point two um, to make it finish wow. in front of whatever building. Yeah. It has nothing to do I, with I, the actual. Oh, I, I heard it was like there was some like myth of some guy ran that that long to like warn about some I don't know, I don't know. yeah whatever anyway and then anyways it, I digress it, the guy the last name was something to do with like marathon huh. but I don't know anyway I could be wrong we'll Google but, that later we're gonna get a lot of hate mail for this but <laughs> but I guess the po- the point is with that I is, guess this is uh, wrong. my name was wrong my my question my question <laughs> is is uh you know do you think incorporating for someone who's ran a marathon we've had we have a lot actually quite a few people here that run marathons um had you done something like crossfit you know uh under the the guidance of someone who um isn't like your your nephew just telling you show up uh but like now if i were to put you through a program i think there's a direct benefit from that long distance stuff to what we consider short high intensity stuff yeah i went uh actually after doing crossfit for a year i went i've I've done the Thanksgiving Day race 10K, and I've also done just two half marathons. And the half marathons, which is significantly easier than doing a full marathon, um, but on top of that, it felt so much easier. Mm. Um, I remember hitting mile nine marker of the pig and seeing that mile nine was already here and thinking, wow, this this came so much quicker. This was so much easier. Mm. Um, but I can see how everything transitions. Um, I had been doing a lot more incorporating. In addition to CrossFit, I also incorporated more weighted running, running with sandbags, mm. um, prowler pushes, stuff like that, all to get my legs stronger yeah. and build up my endurance. Weird, if your glutes and hamstrings are stronger, running's easier. Yeah, I can't, go, figure. go figure. Go figure. Did you find it was hard to make the transition from basically these long kind of events, like you mentioned, like two hours, four hours, to shorter intense, like as far as now I got a red line on, on a, in a shorter time domain? Yeah, I, I which, and I still struggle to to this day on those shorter, uh, quick little workouts, mm-hmm. um, which I mean we can get to in a little bit, which I hardly do anymore. Um, but when you throw a Fran in there or a Grace mm-hmm. in there, it's mm-hmm. it's hard for me. But if you threw if you say, hey, we're gonna do a thirty minute chipper today, I'm like, 
Excellent. Let's do right, it. Yeah. I, I love it. I love the idea of doing jam. that. Yes. And I see that with Jared a little bit too, um, with, with the soccer and cross country background where, you know, I'm a little more, um, you know, I guess shorter sprints, not that I'm, you know, um, that's still <laughs> not necessarily, especially for me personally, but, uh, definitely the longer ones I definitely struggle with more than kind of the, the shorter time to me workouts. And I remember I was training a guy for a little bit. You guys know, um, it was at the, the old gym and he got, I think he got second in the pig, you know, yeah. and it was this amazing oh, yeah, endurance yeah. athlete. And he came to me and was like, I want to do 20 pounds of muscle on. And I remember doing like short, like minute max effort workouts with him. And then we do like a minute rest and we would do like a minute of like, just like max row and then like a minute of max burpees, like all this, like max, like just like should, you know, put you on your back kind of stuff. And every time we would get done, he'd be like, all right, what's next? Like, ah, uh, like I just That's couldn't it. get in. Like, <laughs> I, I couldn't get him to tap into that like full because he was just so used to like running, you yeah. know, these long events and so on and so forth. So, so his, always, his max was probably actually 80%. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it was push. really, you know, and we see, we see, we see athletes with those backgrounds come in all the time where it's like, you have to go, you know, into this pain cave, so to say, for this short amount of time, like you said, on a friend, like two minutes and, uh, you know, obviously for, for the majority of people, it's more than that. But you see these obviously professional CrossFitters, that's call them what they are now, um, do these two, three minute friends. Um, and they are just, <laughs> yeah. that's a special skill, yeah. you know, regardless of, you know, everyone can do the pull-ups and thrusters at that, that weight, um, at that level. So it's really, so I think that I find that really interesting from coming in from an endurance background, yeah. to seeing that transfer to CrossFit. I want to, uh, just fact check here. So sure. just so you guys are aware. Oh, okay. No, cause I would prove me wrong. Prove, no, no. Oh. I, we we're both right. Actually. Mm. Uh, it was the original marathons were talking about, uh, from Marathon Greece was was where it came from, mm-hmm. and uh, from site of Marathon in Greece to Athens, the distance was about forty kilometers or twenty five miles. And then in nineteen oh eight, Queen Liz Queen Alexandra, sorry, wanted uh, the race to start on the lawn of the Windsor Castle uh, and finish in front of the Royal Box of the Olympic Stadium, which was twenty six point two. So then it was standardized um, later. Selfish. So there you go. There's your history lesson for the day. Um, so facts. So it's on the uh, internet. Good to know. It's on the internet. It's gotta be true. It's yeah. gotta be true. Um, what I want to kind of go into is so now you're more of the we have a, kind of now an extensive you you've built up pretty long athletic background now. I mean, yeah. Not I mean I haven't done a marathon. Um, I've done a Spartan race, which is I ran a, it's actually a half, but it's your it's broken up that right. kind of thing. But um, basically, the, as far as athletics goes, you've you've got a pretty extensive background now over starting at 21, 25, and then now 41. So mm-hmm. it's a decent amount of time in the fitness world, and now you're kind of in this place where you're self motivating a lot. Um, what we consider the garage gym. Yes. Guy, right? Um, so you've built basically a home gym. Yes. Over the past over past five years, um, let's see. My daughter was born in 2010, and I started CrossFit in 2012, and realized that I couldn't do all of my workouts at a gym. You know, after spending so much, you know, five six days there, and I said, well, no, I got to spend some more time at home, so I need to start doing some workouts at home. So I started building the gym at home, 
bought some bumper plates, found an old bar on Craigslist. I had an old weight bench that I bought years ago from Dick's. I had some steel plates. Um, started out very basic. Um, made a lot of stuff. Like uh, I don't know if any there's there's any DIY garagers out there, but my first med ball um, was a seven dollar basketball that I bought yeah. from from Target and a three dollar bag of sand that I bought from uh, from Home Depot. I cut a hole in the basketball, filled it up with sand, made it 20 pounds, wrapped it up with duct tape. That was my first med ball. There you go. Mm-hmm. What uh, What's your go-to? Because I'm sure there's some people who do like to make their own stuff. What was your go-to? Is there like a, a one site that you would go to for a lot of that stuff? Or is it just like anywhere and anywhere you're collecting? Anywhere that I would collect things. Um, there's uh, Instructables. Yep is one where I, you know, I built parallettes from that. I built the plyo box from that, built the med ball from that. There's even instructions on how to make your own kettlebells from steel pipes and things like that. Um, first chin-up bar was just a piece of gas line that I hung from some J-hooks in the basement. That's, that's a piece of gas line, the things the rings are yeah. hung from. Yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how Rogue sells them. Yeah. So, yeah, it was um, just starting out with instructable stuff before I actually had the time and the money to pay for real equipment, getting a nice bar, getting some decent bumper plates, getting a nice rig, sure. uh, which I didn't get a nice rig uh, just until uh, this last Christmas. So it took me five years to buy a decent rig instead of one that I found on Craigslist that was falling apart. So Right. Um, that's, that's super. I, I want to take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll hear a little bit more about um, how we are motivating yourself when it's it's not in this like group fitness setting so we'll be right back crossfit is demanding both physically and mentally setting goals are the foundation to push your athletic ability and the hour we have together a day may not always be in line with those personal milestones you've set for yourself triumph performance is based around just that your goals together in a one-on-one setting with your coach we will set manageable and timely goals Your program, unique to your needs, will accelerate the path to your target. Most have an idea of where they may want to go, but together with your Triumph Performance Coach, we will assess your fitness level, develop a custom fitness plan, and keep you on track to successfully complete your goal. For more information, please contact the coach or email info at triumphstrength.net. There it is. That's beautiful. And we're back. (laughs) This show is sponsored by Coffee. That's how we're going to start. All right. Sponsored by coffee. <laughs> we're, uh, we are back here with uh, Steve. Steve B. Steve Bilterman. Or as Mark put it, what was that? B- Bilterman? How do, you, how do you say that? Bilterman? Is that B- a sound Bilterman? So I get, uh, obviously, same family, but lit different last names here. I get a lot of Bastion. There's someone mm. throws an extra I. Bastion. Uh, and you get a lot of Bulterman. Bulterman, Bulterman. Some people put that L after the B, make it Bluterman. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't wow. know how you do that, wow. but yeah, it's it's all over the Maybe place. Maybe dyslexia is a bigger problem yeah. than we thought. <laughs> right, it's rampant. Uh, we we left just a minute ago talking about um, basically building home gym. Um, this is completely different than what most people are used to. I think a lot of people come to us um, basically because they need that group atmosphere. They need that push, that uh, added extra, like, I'm not going to do this unless someone tells me to do it. Accountability. Yeah, it's just accountability, right? So um, I think one of the questions that Mark had was, what's the accountability for you now? Because I, I think 
let's just say how, way, how's that changed you know, basically yeah because way back from, when if, if you went to one workout and said well i'm just going to do this on my own which we've heard before we've actually heard that from people who said they're going to go away for a little bit i'm going to do this on my own and uh we see them nine times out of ten either stop doing crossfit mm-hmm. or come back so uh would that have been different had you started um you know right off the bat or you know what does that look like for you as far as uh how does how do you keep accountability for yourself um it's tough um and shameless plug here so it's one called so i i am dating somebody that's younger than me um mm. it's 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 tough to keep her around so <laughs> Um, in order to keep around my accountability is, you know, I, you got to keep this good. I got to keep yeah. the body looking good to keep karma crash happy. Um, karma crash. Mm-hmm. If anybody doesn't know her, Andrea Hogan, she was a member of the gym too for a little while. So, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, I think so. the big reason you guys uh, stopped coming, hopefully it wasn't us. It was more, you guys were driving. It was, yeah, it was distance. Um, where you live at, uh, live in Eastgate. Yeah. So that's so a the drive here is about 40 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah. The accountability. So it's uh, a closer commute to your garage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. And uh, the accountability is tough. Um, uh, so le- in addition to working out at home, I also work from home. So mm-hmm. my, my remote office is a fourth bedroom in my house. And it's, it's nice, but it is also difficult to work in a house all day and then say, oh, well, now I have to go into the basement or the garage, depending on the season, and work out. But it's um, it's tough. It, yeah, it it's, provides its, its own challenges. Like sometimes getting to the gym, I think for a lot of people that have been on this podcast or listened to it, is described as a refuge. Like you can go there and you don't have to worry about maybe in your situation, your daughter walking in and interrupting right, a workout yeah. or the phone, you know. So yeah, working from home prevents, it presents its own challenges and a working, working out at home. So my workday never really stops. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I work from home. I have technicians that work for me that are spread across the United States that may be on a, working in a different time zones. So sometimes my work days are from 6 until 10 p.m. So I squeeze the workout in when I can. Mm-hmm. So where a workout in this gym might be an hour, it becomes three to four hours at home just because I have to break it up throughout the day. Hmm. Uh, the motivation to keep doing it is really in how I feel. If I don't do something, if I don't do some type of athletic activity, for instance, just got back from vacation, was gone for two weeks. I felt horrible just because I didn't work out. The, the scale didn't change, my body didn't change, but I just physically felt bad because I was yeah, that I, I, mental. Yeah, I wasn't working out. I need not, to, I need to do something. I need right. whether you know push ups or squats or I mean I didn't do anything when I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. When I came back, I was like All right, I need to get back. Did you into guys this. have any plans to do anything on vacation? We ha- I the last time this is this was my first time over to Germany. So the last time I was over there, I went to a gym called CrossFit Alfstadt. Met a guy named Mark Bitzer, and I had intentions of going back and seeing him again. I went and I got a new T shirt. I was going to bring him. Never visited the gym. Mark, if you watch this, sorry. I'm going to make it <laughs> yeah. to your gym. But yeah, there was an intention to at least go to one gym one time, which never went there. So we I mean, we backpacked. So uh, again, for those of you listening, we uh, we both kind of went across, uh, across the pond at the same time, roughly. You guys were a little bit before us, but yeah. 
you know, we're, we backpacked and we had to pack all of our clothes on our back and make sure that we had everything you needed at, at any point. You had to fit into this bag and it was a carry on. We didn't check any luggage. And it's like, I'm cramming stuff in this bag. And you know, I'm like, Lauren's like, we need to bring CrossFit clothes. I'm like, I don't really want to, but yeah. she wanted to. So we did. And I'm the throw under the bus. I feel bad, but it's still funny. We, our first day there, we walked 15 miles and I'm like, we're not doing, it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way we're yeah. going to go to a CrossFit gym. We, you know, it's like you're walking 10, 15 miles a day. Like right. that's enough. That's fine. Yeah. But to your point, I completely agree. I can't, I actually came back and, and lost weight and it was like, but it was like, I have to physically, I need to do yeah. something. And I mm-hmm. think that's just, that's part of that, those healthy habits that's, they get, they're tough to build, but they also become tough to break. And it's a good habit to have, you know, um, well, it's, so, it's kind of almost like that self-awareness, though. You guys being able to realize that, like, once you get back, you're like, all right, what was it? All right, I didn't eat Rice Krispie Treats every day. Right. No, it was I didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, understanding, like, hey, because I feel like there's so many people, like you said, that it's a hard habit to form, yeah. and people don't really know what they're missing until yeah. they are kind of constantly engaging in some type of physical, right. you know, regimen. Absolutely. So you have, uh, so I think another thing, too, is you're, are you f- still following a program? Because you, you went to a lot of weightlifting for a little while. Correct. Yeah. So um, I guess my point is, is you had you basically still had a quote coach, or at least or at least yeah, something you're I, following. I, it's yeah. not Steve just throwing. You know, he's no, not I'm, getting it's, on the hopper. Not, I'm not doing random. Um, I'm not just throwing through the hopper wad generator or something like that. I I'm mostly sticking now to weightlifting and strength. Um, it's something out there. It, what I've kind of been following for about the past year is programs that are gearing me towards a super total. Um, so super total is snatch, clean and jerk, deadlift, bench, squat. So hashtag mash elite. Hashtag mash elite. That's <laughs> one of his programs. So I, I was, I followed mash elite for about two years. There's some other programs, juggernaut training, um, following those guys for a little bit. Um, so my account accountability, um, was the coaches at MASH. Um, they constantly check in on you. Um, you're posting videos to Facebook. They're checking your form. They, uh, and they're, they're asking you, also asking, you know, how are you progressing? What do we need to change? They're, they were very, very involved. Um, and my accountability is my little white notebook that I keep that tracks my numbers. Um, and seeing that, and when I go into the gym each day and seeing a little bit of progression from whatever it was that I did the week before or two weeks before and saying, Oh, well, you know, maybe it's only one pound, but I am progressing a little bit in the clean and jerk or in the snatch or whatever it is. And the accountability was basically the, the growth and the changes that I seen and the, the strength that I was gaining. Yeah. That's, that's super important. And, and yeah, the big note there is, um, even though there's you're by yourself, um, you still have to have someone, someone leading the direction uh, at a minimum, you know, something to follow. You have to have a plan. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, it's just, yeah. it, you know, cause you're going to talk yourself out of it real quick. If you go out into your garage and you're just like, well, what do I want to do today? And you may be warming up a little bit, you know, literally I know whenever I've followed programs in the past, like if I just try to go out and work by myself, like I might even just do a short warm up and then hop right into the workout. And I'm like, Whoa, I didn't warm up enough. You yeah. Know? yeah. And uh, just having that little like warm up to actually follow, you know, and acclimate my body to 
whatever I'm doing that day. Um, if I'm if I have a plan, I'm actually going to follow it. If not, I'm just going to rush through it. Yeah. So, um, and I, I know I can I can definitely answer this, but I want to hear your opinion. What do you What do you think the advantages of something like a a class that you would take here versus uh, something you would do at home on your own versus the disadvantage of doing something at home and disadvantages of doing it here? Uh, the advantage at home is that I. I, it, it's my own schedule and I get to do whatever I want. Um, yes, I know you guys have open gym here, but it's, it's, it's on my own time. It's there whenever I need it. I can walk in the garage in the basement. Um, and I have access to everything you guys have out there. I have at home. Yeah, everything. Um, so it, go to Steve's house, go to yeah. my house. Um, <laughs> Steve, is this secretly sign, trying to sign a waiver? <laughs> um, but it, yes, it's the advantage that, okay, do I want to work out at six in the morning or do I want to work out on my lunch break? Do I want to work out at 9 PM? Do I want to take a Saturday that, you know, I, that my daughter may be with somebody else that I can spend four hours doing a workout. It's the freedom and the flexibility of being at home. The thing that I don't have is camaraderie, people to talk to, people to push me, somebody to take me off my phone and looking at Instagram while I'm rolling out on the floor for 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Guilty. Um, where a five rep max back squat here, you might, you guys might get through in 20 to 25 minutes. It's taking me an hour and a half to two hours because, oh, I'm going to take, you know, seven minutes and wrap one knee. All right. Um, so the, the workouts can take a little bit longer, and I also don't have the camaraderie of, that you guys have here in the gym, which I do miss quite a bit. Um, working from home and working out at home, I have found that I have forgotten how to, how to talk to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> outside of the business out, world? Outside of the business world. I can talk great over the phone or through Skype, but um, if anybody's watching this, you know I'm not making eye contact with these two because I'm not on a phone. I've, I have, I, I've just lost that connection with people. So that's, that's a whole nother podcast of why Steve can't talk to people. Um, <laughs> part two. Part two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what I miss is, and th there's so many days where I'm like, you know what? I just need to go down there and do, you know, a class uh, at Triumph. And I'm just like, eh, it's 40 minutes. I can go in the basement and do the exact same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And it's definitely, and there's, there's pros and cons to all of it. I mean, I love um, just on a personal level, I, I love taking class. Um, and I think that, the time commitment's really nice too. It's it's nice to be able to, okay, that was an hour. Yesterday was a perfect example for me. Like I'm still not feeling great and don't feel 100% after said vacations, actually mm -hmm. to driving down to Asheville for the wedding and everything and coming back and it's like, wow, okay, I'm in and out in an hour. You know, I still got a great workout. It's not exactly what I was going to plan on doing, um, you know, with my lifting protocol, but, you know, still – did something, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that's a huge advantage and in, in where the draw is a lot. But again, the nice thing is sometimes it's you can put on whatever music you want. Yep. You can take mm -hmm. your sweet time and you're not under like, oh, I can try to hit that that lift again because I'm not under this stringent time. cap. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that last night is that, you know, you have whatever you, you got, you, you have your time frames in here of, you know, you want to max out on a power snatch or something like that. And you only have. 15 minutes to get it done in. And once you're done, it's every, put your waist away. We got to move on to the Metcon where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a little five minute break, sit in this chair and I'm going to come back and I'm going to try it again. So I have, you know, more attempts and more time to do these things. But again, 
it's harder to hit those lifts without the when intensity you're by and, the and the people and the people. Have you heard of a, a little thing called barbell club? Because <laughs> uh, no, I see like them doing that over there all the time. Oh, really? It's the best part about lifting. That's why classes are an hour and a half, people. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's there's there's huge give give and take yeah. between both of those. Um, and I think it's the cool thing about is about you is you've done both, you've seen both, um, and to give a perspective for a lot of people who have never tried to do it on their own to see the difference between the two and, and, and the pros and cons and the people who've gone away and they're like, well, I'm just going to do this on my own and realize how hard it is to like do Diane by yourself mm-hmm. or, or Fran. Like if you, if, if you're like, all right, Jared, you got to go home today. And like your work is you got to go do Fran. Like I'm gonna lie to you and tell you I did mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like I'm not going to do Fran on my own, but you get a big group of people. That's why you see, you know, the competition breeds excellence is why the CrossFit games and the CrossFit open are what they are. Um, you know, it's not usually a bunch of your top people usually aren't guys in their garage. You know, I'm not saying that like, no, you can never be fit, but you know, circumstances arise where that's what you need to do. But, um, I think the intensity and that camaraderie is, is a big plus to something Mm -hmm. in the gym. But I agree. I mean, I I really enjoy lifting on my own, but when it comes to something like a hard Metcon, I need somebody there telling me like, stop sucking wind and pick up the bar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not as bad as you think it is. It's hard to replicate that intensity. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's probably the hardest thing I would add, you know, cause like you said, you can, you can hit, you know, your numbers. So do you, you know, the barbell doesn't lie kind of thing, right? right. You're either going to make a lift, or you're going to miss a lift. You're going to feel how you feel. But when it comes to, uh, you know, like you said, a Diane or something, 21, 15, nine, three, two, one, go. If I'm not feeling good in that set of 15, I might be a little more likely to, Hey, you know what? I'm just not gonna thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all 15 singles. Fifteen sounds 15, arbitrary. It said fifteen, twelve, nine. I did nine, six, three. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'd be a big difference but, there. But, I, you I, know, in a class setting, though, sorry to jump in. Um, that's not necessarily the case. You know, it's like all right. I'm not. I'm not even like. It's not even gonna cross my mind to be like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna bow out in the middle of class. Like, you know, I'm gonna finish this damn workout. And I'm going to give it my best and whatever time I get is whatever time I get. Um, so I feel like that's just my, cause again, this is kind of my home gym, I guess you want to say. Yeah. You know, well, we're in, here all in, day and I've worked out there by myself. In reality. No yeah. We are basically, I mean, uh, the majority of my like quote workout, don't say the majority, a, a decent amount of them are by myself. And it's something I've learned to do. You know, I think uh, somebody said something to me yesterday about like the music that was playing during class. It, was, it wasn't like, oh, this sucks. It was like, you know, you like this stuff? I was like, I've completely tuned out anything that's <laughs> happening. Like, it's just, it, it could be completely silent, silent in here. It's just something I've gotten used to. But again, there's this this level that people are used to having in this, you know, in, in what their mind is, what CrossFit is, like this, you know, screaming, like everything's uh, fast and angry. And like, you know, I've been doing it long enough, it don't matter to me. You know, mm-hmm. but some people really do need that music. They need that camaraderie and they need the accountability. And that's what we provide, you know, um, and there's, there's, there's someone like you, you've done it long enough that you can yeah. kind of go within yourself and like, all right, I'm going to get this done. And I, obviously I wouldn't be doing it at home if I wouldn't have started out at a CrossFit gym. Um, if I didn't have that prior training, somebody coaching me, um, it, I couldn't have done it by on my own by watching YouTube videos or uh, whatever it is. I, I definitely needed to go somewhere and CrossFit is where I found basically the, 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 the building blocks 
Um, I still remember Jarrett trying to teach me how to do a push jerk for the very first time with the PVC pipe. And he's telling me, all right, you need to push the bar up and you need to drop down at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> how does, how does this work? Yeah. I don't get it. I need Physically. Up, up and then down at this. I, I don't, I don't get it. So, um, yeah, I mean, four years in a CrossFit gym before I finally broke off and did everything, started doing everything on my own. Um, it needed, I, I, that had to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Laid a solid foundation yes. for, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, what's, what's next for you then? I mean, is it just continue on with the, uh, the home gym stuff is there. I know if you said you're t- working towards super total, you want to ever try super total in a competition setting. Um, yes, we might, um, we might be hosting the Kentucky one here. Oh really? Um, yes, I would. Um, that's pro it, it will be next. Um, probably I need to probably drop in here and get a little bit of help with my snatch because it has gone way off. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 I need some, new goal to go after um it's the the training i've been training super total for about two years and have seen the numbers go up and i need somebody to compete against and a new goal to go after yeah that's that's uh one of the most important things is that goal and that driving factor Um, because again if you don't have something that you're pushing towards there's no point in doing what you're doing you're just going to continue to and you might see some progress but you know, we're talking about sport, which is what this is. CrossFit is now a sport. You know, powerlifting is definitely a sport. Olympic weightlifting is completely, obviously a sport. You know, it's in the Olympics. Um, you know, the, you have to be uh, competing at some level, um, whether it's with yourself or even better against other people to continue to improve. And uh, without that, then again, you're spinning your wheels. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's always good to test yourself regardless of how comfortable you are with it. You know, I think that's probably the, one of the knocks with the home gym people is like, what are you scared of? Well, obviously for you, it's circumstance. It's not like a, it's, you, you know, you don't have a lot of options right yeah. now, you know, so it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a wonderful place to uh, wrap things up. Thank you for uh, being on here, Steve. Absolutely. A little insight to a, a different world of fitness. Um, same same uh, same realm, but a little bit different atmosphere, and I think it's uh, it's really cool it's to good. see. It's not for everybody. Um, yeah. I, I will say that. I mean, even you know, Karma, who lives with me, she struggles with staying consistent with working out at home. She I, needs a place to go to. I she, think we should have a Saturday class out of Steve's house. Let's there do it, it is. My my the neighbors would love it. They already. The, I mean, if anybody has seen any of my Instagram stuff, and there's one video where I'm, I think I'm doing some overhead axle carries, and I pass Tom who lives across the street from me. He's getting his mail out of the mailbox, and I'm walking down the street. You just see Tom look up. He's just got the oddest look on his face. <laughs> what the so hell? So what's this guy doing now? Dragging weights, pushing weights, throwing barbells. I'm so. a doomsday prepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You never know what's going to happen. I'm the talk of the hood. Talk of the burbs. Well, again, guys, check us out online, triumphstrength.net. Head on over to Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash triumphstrength. Instagram is uh, triumphstrength as well. Uh, Check us out on those. uh, And thank you all for listening to Everyday Athlete. Join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of the people who make us great. Thank you.